happy Valentine's Day. Happy Galentine's Day. Happy Palentine's Day. Just fucking happy love day. I hope you got to spend it with the one you love. And you know what they say, love the one you're with. And if you're the one you're with, well then, we know what that's going to lead to. How the hell are you? My name is Jesse Rivera, and this is episode number 90-something-ish of Comic Talk, the podcast. We have got a great show for you today. But first of all, let's just, let's just, let's just talk. Let's catch up. How you been, man? You good? I'm good. I'm good. Um, let's see. What did I watch this week? So this week started off hot because I was pumped about Netflix's, um, the uh, crime scene at the Cecil Hotel with the young girl Lisa Lamb. Creepy, creepy story. I never and I and and this was going to be my big deep dive into this because, like everyone else, like I watched the the video on the internet and was like, "What the heck?" But then, like, I didn't really dig too deep into you know all the conspiracy theories. I mean, I skimmed over them and I was like, "Oh wow, that's creepy." But you know, I don't you know. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'll, I'll listen to some of them, and I, I think they're entertaining. But a lot of stuff I think has logical explanations, and so I let it. I let it go at that. But I know that the Cecil Hotel is super creepy, uh, right? It's the hotel that they based uh, that one season of American Horror Story on, I believe. Don't quote me on that. I believe that's what I heard, and so I watched it. Um, some really creepy stuff. Really cool um, when they talked about uh, how uh, Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, that he stayed there during his killing spree. That in itself right there. Like, if they ever do... Oh, crap. That was my fucking phone. Anyway, if they ever do a um, uh, another movie about the Night Stalker, I really wish it would center a lot about uh, the, the Cecil Hotel and how creepy it was and then just that whole downtown vibe of skid row and the greyhound station i really i think that that would make a great 80s timepiece. but anyway i i dug that part about the uh, about the documentary where they were talking about richard ramirez uh, and it wasn't a lot that they talked about a lot of him but what i really started hating during this documentary were these uh cyber sleuths who just made themselves more important than the actual poor young woman who lost her life how they were just like can't settle for this for an answer like i won't settle for this and i must find out and uh the one guy had somebody go videotape her tombstone for him because he just needed that closure I don't know, guys. There was a lot of really uh, uh, interesting folks in this. And like I said, the cyber sleuths really annoyed me. They ruined that uh, goth metal dude's life because they called him out on the internet and he got like his YouTube. Well, dude, it's a cool it's a cool documentary for, for a little bit. But I mean, here's what it is. At the bottom line, at the end of the day, it could have been a really good one hour long documentary. I didn't need uh, four one hour long episodes uh, to for this story to be told. But either way, I watched the whole thing. I won't rewatch it like I've rewatched the Night Stalker doc once already and I might rewatch it again. It's not a rewatch for me. It was a one and done and uh, I'm giving it a thumbs down. Uh, I'm not recommending it to people unless that's really, really uh, your thing, then no. What I did watch and loved uh, this weekend was on Hulu. They have Hip Hop Uncovered 
and it is amazing. It talks a lot about just early hip hop. So it's a it's a brief history lesson history lesson about early hip hop. The deep dive on this is they go into the neighborhoods and the characters in the neighborhoods that these stories and these mythologies were based on, built on. The 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 people in the neighborhood funneled their money into these record labels, into these tours, into these demos uh, for these rappers to to come out of of their neighborhoods and to be successful. So it's really, really interesting. And um, one of the things that I really loved is, um, was it LL? No, I can't remember who said it, but they said, oh, Dr. Dre said it. Dr. Dre said it, that Run DMC are the Beatles of hip hop. I, I thought that was a great quote because it really sums up a lot of like hip hop history and like trying to understand uh, hip hop. So that's a, that's a really cool documentary. There was two episodes. Uh, they might be doing something where like they, they release two episodes a week. Uh, it, I think it's a, no, it's like a FX exclusive. So I, I hope there's more episodes. There's two episodes up right now. Um, a lot of interviews with, uh, with Ice-T, uh, a, lot, a lot of early hip-hop pioneers, Dr. Dre, um, Exhibit. Really cool, really cool. Uh, I highly recommend that one, uh, Hip Hop Uncovered on, um, on Hulu. So today's Valentine's Day, and I'm having a great Valentine's Day. I'm, I'm feeling all the cyber love from all my homies, uh, lots of likes, lots of comments, Lots of ats, you know, uh, mentions and stories. I mean, that's it's it's how we're it's how we celebrate nowadays, right? Like we use social media to the best that we can to stay connected with the people we love. And I had a lot of that today. Felt the love from my homies, and I even got to see Tina San Lucas is just amazing, friend. She drove by and dropped off a Richard Pryor sugar cookie. It was in my Instagram stories today. If you saw it, you saw it. But man, I enjoyed that cookie with cold coffee. And I enjoyed like two minutes of social distancing with uh, with my good friend, Tina San Lucas. That was awesome. Um, another thing I did today is I did a Zoom meeting with another, with another good friend of mine, with Nicole Eichenberg. We met because we are participating in the uh, Sacramento Comedy Spot short film challenge we've got 30 days to uh produce a short film 10 minutes or less and we got together today for the first time to discuss uh our ideas for the plot and um i think we're on to something we're gonna meet again tomorrow and we the, the the wheels are turning on uh the sacramento comedy spot short film challenge team jesse and nicole that was a lot of fun did that today. SNL, another brand new episode and another great episode. Well, no, I, okay, if I, I got to rank like the last three weeks episodes, this would definitely be number three, but it wasn't a bad episode, but it was still a good episode, but it wasn't a great episode. Do you get what I'm saying? Am I rambling? Beck Bennett is really creeping me out. He's really funny in a weird, creepy sort of um Kind of, uh, what was his name? He did Mango um, Catan, Chris Catan. Remember how Chris Catan was super funny, but he was also kind of creepy and weird? That is what Beck Bennett is to me. He's super funny, but he's also kind of creepy and weird. Um, the ladies are killing it on SNL. A.D. Bryant, Melissa Villasenor, uh, the Sicily girl, they're all super funny, and they get better and better every week. This week's guest was uh, Regina King, 
and some guy I'd never heard of. Um, I just did stuff during the musical parts. But Regina King, man, I've loved her since 227. Dude, when she was in 227, I knew back then, this girl is amazing. Like, she did it all in 227. Go back and rewatch 227. It was a great show. 227. Yeah, with uh, Marla Gibbs. It was a great show. Anyway, 227. I wonder if it's on Hulu or anything like that. I don't know. It could be. Anyway, enough about me. Let's talk about the podcast that you are about to listen to. I got the gang back together. Matt Rigpala, Alicia Yu, Vidalia G. Is it G? Anyway, I don't know. It might be. And we got back together and we talked about the top five rom-coms of the 80s. Yes, we took a deep dive into romantic comedies of the 80s. We even talked about some, uh, you know, of course we're talking about movies that are holding up over time. Like they're still just as good now as they were back then with, you know, a couple of minor flaws. But we talked about some films from the 80s that are very, very super flawed and how um, the culture was just so accepting of old boys being boys back in the 80s. And, you know, oh, if he hits you, it's because he likes you, you know, not that bad no nobody got hit but anyway top five 80s rom-coms we had so much fun discussing these films um in the end i think that we came up with a a very diverse list that kind of covered everything that was 80s but did not get overly cheesy and there i think there's a couple of surprises in there i was surprised that my surprise was picked by somebody else without further ado please enjoy Episode number 90-something of Comic Talk, the podcast. Matt, Alicia, Vidalia, and Jesse discuss the top... Matt, Alicia, Vidalia, and Jesse discuss the top five rom-coms of the 80s. Peace. Talk to you soon. Bye. Welcome to the top five rom-coms of the 80s. you guys want to introduce yourselves? Let's see who's just going to naturally go first. Mm-hmm. Okay, go Dennis ahead. Dennis, order? <laughs> go ahead. Alphabetical go. order? Yeah. Okay. Hi, I'm Alicia. Um, uh, my husband went to school with all of you, and Jesse baptized my son. That's yeah. what gets me in all the time. That's why I'm in the cool kids club. <laughs> yeah your, your husband was also at our house a lot yes he was <laughs> I, I, yes he was yeah. sorry about that <laughs> but I no the, the the Rick Paula house was the kick it house it really was like it was just like if you got tired of, of Adrian you'd go hang out with Gabe if you <laughs> if you got if you got tired of if you got tired of Gabe you'd go hang out with Mike and uh if you got tired of hearing about Prince you'd go hang out with the dad <laughs> Yeah, so I remember one time we all got home from school, and my dad was in the garage playing video games with some guy, you know? and, like, and none of us knew who the guy was, you know. But he he was like, like he was in school with us. He goes, "Oh yeah, I just heard that that was the place to go." Random. Uh, so why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Mister? Uh, I'm Matthew. Uh, I know Jesse from hanging out with my brothers and uh, from marching band in Arvin High School. Yes. 
Go ahead, V. And Vizalia, <laughs> I was the um, nerdy girl down the street. We were we were down the street neighbors, Jess and I, and I am the same uh, year as Matt in school. And so I feel like I've known Jess like my whole life, really. So lucky. Like my whole life. I don't remember a time <laughs> when I didn't know him. Don't brag. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And I and yeah. I'm Je and I'm Jesse Rivera. And this is Comic Talk. And uh I rounded up the gang again because I really had so much fun last time uh doing this. Even though I had like really, oh man, I had so much technical issues with that one and we couldn't do the video. And I, I, I think we're going to be able to do the video this time. I don't know. We'll see. But it's looking good so far. Um, but I don't know. Last time we did a top 10 list and it was a little bit overwhelming um, towards the end. I think like I didn't want to talk to one of you for about two weeks afterwards. And uh, yeah. <laughs> it was just rough, you know. So I was like, this time, let's, let's only do five. Um, I'll keep track of everyone's list, and then uh, at the end, uh, we'll we'll haggle over what we think. Uh, see if we can agree on a top five from all of ours, and then when and we'll go from there, and we'll we'll have some fun, and we'll tell some stories along the way, and we'll I think we'll kind of also be shocked because a couple of us have already had side chats about. Um, I'll say it: how rapey some of these '80s movies were. <laughs> And um, how um, how how forgiving they were of the of the white males who did not know how to take no for an answer. Um, so we'll just it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it was an interesting time, and it was a it definitely was a, it was still a great time for movies. Um, but goddamn, has anybody rewatched uh, uh, Revenge of the Nerds lately? I can't. Um, <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds it is so bad. It's so bad. They they it's break in, they break into a sorority house and plant cameras and then they watch them all night long like taking showers and of course the obligatory pillow fight and then you know the topless pillow fight which every girl I've ever spoken to has vowed that has never taken place. It happens. It doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't happen. So um, the eighties the eighties as good no. as good as the eighties were to us. They lied to us a lot, and they set a lot of uh, false expectations as far as uh, what we would see if we went peeping. But I don't know. <laughs> oh, that was you nothing. Know what's still is that, no, it, what's crazier still is that we were watching that at the time when we were like ten. And did our parents? Where 12. were they? What the hell? Our parents, our parents were at work. That was okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, our, par our parents were at work, HBO right? Like, is all you needed. My dad is sitting HBO. right behind me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot and of times in the same room. Yeah. And HBO was the HBO was the gateway drug. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, or Cinemax late at night. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, man. That was terrible. Did I did I just turn red? Did I blush? <laughs> <laughs> When you said Cinemax late at night, I was like, where's the lotion? Okay. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know, Fishies. like, it was like Pavlov. Um, okay, let's get started. Um, I will just go, well, okay, we'll go, uh, we'll go, we'll go Alicia, Matt, V, Jesse. So, Alicia, what is your number five in your uh -oh. top fives? 
we talked about this and I, it was obligatory that I put this on, even though it's not one of the ones that's my go-to or that I sit down and watch repeatedly, but you couldn't leave off the list when Harry met Sally. Ooh. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it does nothing for me personally, but I felt like it had to be on a list. So it's fine. I don't, I don't not enjoy it. It's a good movie, but like sometimes some of their interaction is cringy, but um, I mean, it's a nice movie. It's fun, well-written, well-directed, great cast. How about those waist-high jeans, man? (laughs) How about all the hair? Yeah. Yeah. Hair. Hair. I I rewatched When Harry Met Sally probably about once every two years. Well, one time uh, recently, well, no, it was about five years ago because I was still in my apartment. Um, it was a Sunday afternoon and I was watching it. And my mom, for some reason, happened to call me right before the diner scene. And um, and I was like, she can't hear that, can she? And she like made a comment like, what are you watching? And I was like, oh, God. So <laughs> I'm at home just watching porn on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> So, oh, um, um, yeah, like you weren't, whatever. It's, it's so, no, it's definitely a nighttime <laughs> thing. Um, it's a great movie. Uh, um, rest in peace, Bruno Kirby. I think Bruno Kirby is the unsung hero of that movie. Um, he kind of pulls everything in a, a couple of times in the movie. A couple of times in the movie where you're just like, eh, I don't know, I, don't, I hate all of these people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then Bruno Kirby will come through with like, you made a woman meow, you know, uh-huh. he'll, he'll have these great scenes. That's a, that's a good pick. And um, mm-hmm. it was, it was on my list, but then I was like, this is too, that's too easy. So I, I and I was like, pretty sure somebody would have it on the list. It deserves mm-hmm. to be on the list, but we've already talked about it way too much, <laughs> but it's a great movie. I love yeah. it. I love it. Uh, Matt, what do you got at your number five? Well, before I start, I have to Uh-oh. say that um, uh, with rom-coms, uh, I picked for, for at least a few of mine, they're more calm than rom. Uh, so I, I had to go and like make sure a couple of them were actually on anyone's list of rom-coms. Uh. So, so I know that uh, I'm, I'm not the only one who thought it qualified. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, but I get to go with Coming to America. Oh, <laughs> yes. There's so many laughs in that movie, um, uh-huh. of course. Yes. Yeah. And when is coming to America coming? That's real soon, right? Oh, yeah. Real soon, I think so. Couple of months. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we could, we could, I could check that while we're while we're looking. Yeah, coming to America is on all kinds of lists, and um, just like the the cast that they put together for that was just like top notch for that time it, and it, it, it yeah. kind of bridged a lot of a lot of comedic uh careers I mean, eddie murphy and eddie murphy yeah. <laughs> i mean wow good one for sure good one for sure yeah. all right uh vidalia what do you got at number five my number five is one that i loved to watch oh i love this movie um Splash. Oh. What is it? Daryl Hannah, and she's a murderer. 
When I thought we had to do 10, that was my number 10. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, it's my number five. And then um, what's his name? Um, the guy who wants to bust him, Levy, right? That's who that was? Eugene Levy, yeah. yeah Eugene, Eugene Levy? Yeah. Yeah, it's just, and then um, John Candy was in there as well. Uh, John Candy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I just love that movie. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. What, whatever happened, Daryl Hannah, she just kind of faded away. Like, did she? Yeah. She had a really good, I think she like had a really good run, like bought a farm and just like retired. Like, I just retired. Like, I, I love when I hear that story of Hollywood, you know, like, where are they now? And they're like, oh, I got tired of it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Is she still with, um, um, who was she with? The singer, songwriter, blah. Really? Let's see. Look it up. Look it up. Because she's, I think they're still together. But anyway. Oh, was, I know she, was she with uh, Jackson Brown? She was. And then she broke up. And now she's with, uh, oh gosh, I can see him. And he sings so weird. Um, yeah. Let me look it up on my oh, I got it. I got it right here. Spouse. Neil Young? Yes. Neil what? Young. That doesn't Neil seem Young. like a match. Nope. He's considerably older than her, I feel like. But yeah. Uh-huh. Well, let's see. D- Daryl Hannah was born in 1960. And Neil Young was born in 18... No. Uh, <laughs> not too bad. Neil Young was born in 1945. So that's right. like a 15-year difference. That's not... Um, I'm 49 right now, and that's that's right that's right in my wheelhouse. 15 years younger, I'm fine with that. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. Um, I remember she she was it her or she was maybe one of the one of the many who had a lot of like cosmetic surgery, and then she looked really different. Oh, Oh, did she do that? Was she a was she a Jennifer Grey? I yeah (laughs) yeah. Oh, nobody puts baby in the corner, Jess. Don't do I that. I just, I just did. I put her in the corner on the shelf and turned her around. Was she, she was in the Kill Bills, right? Jennifer Gray. She was. No, she was. Maybe the last major thing she was in. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I'm thinking. Let's well, let's see. Uh, in the last ten years, in the, in the her most recent work. Whoa, she's done a lot of stuff. Uh, the last thing she was in was. Papa in 2018, um, and well, the Kill Bills were way over here in the 90s, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, Kill Bill Volume One, 2003. A Ooh. Walk to Remember. Oh, that was almost 20 years ago. That's crazy. She was in Adam's Family Reunion. Wow, that's a direct to video. Grumpier old men. I guess. All right. Wow. Oh, she what? was in she was in Steel Magnolias. Was in Steel oh, Magnolias? Yeah. yeah, of course. She uh-huh. was the nerdy girl. Uh-huh. Oh, I loved her in Steel Magnolias. I can do a whole podcast on Steel Magnolias. Um, wow. I can. That's really, that's really, really metro of you. <laughs> I think what? Jose would be, my husband would be right on that because he stops down and watches it whenever it's on. And yeah. I'm like, I'll walk in the room and I'll be like, really? It's a great movie. It's the, it's the dad. <laughs> Everyone loves the dad. Oh, yeah. Uh, my number five, uh, just one of the guys. Yeah. 
Because <laughs> we talked about this last night and I just remember what you said. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> just one of the guys. It's so good. You know what? You know who played the bad guy? William Zapka. Uh, Johnny, oh. Johnny Lawrence is the bad guy. Uh, probably like reprising that bad guy role for like the fourth year in a row. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. It's it's great, um, and uh, I just love the concept of like, oh, I'm gonna I just so the the thing is, it's a it's a gorgeous girl, and she cannot get a, a newspaper job for the school newspaper because they say that no one takes women reporters seriously. So then she she dresses up like a guy, all the girls fall for her, you know, um, and yeah, just one of the guys, 1985. Uh, that wasn't yes, an HBO. That wasn't an HBO movie. That was a movie that I used to have to walk down to um, the Texaco station uh, across the street from Dairy Delight. Well, the, the Sam's Sam's Exxon. Oh, is that what it was? Okay, yeah. yeah. They used to rent movies at that gas station, and uh, they oh, were like, man. I can't remember how much it was. It was there. Or then a little bit further up the street was Showtime Video, but that was just a little bit further of a walk. But uh, th that was definitely a movie that, that Jose and I rented a bunch because oh. it showed boobs. Anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, did they give her Hooters actual film credit? Um, they did. They are they are Hooter 1 and 2, um, A and B. <laughs> uh, the Japanese version has them as A and B. The American version is 1 and 2. Um, <laughs> the twins, I like to call them. Anyway, oh <laughs> <laughs> guys are pervs. Uh, Matt, what's your number? What's your number four? Because I could talk about boobs all day. Wait, wait, aren't we on uh, Alicia? Oh, is it Alicia? Oh, You're yeah. right, Alicia. Yeah. What is your number four? Okay, um, I am going to switch it really quick. All right, okay. um, can't buy me love. Oh, that guy was in everything for a I mean, while. Love. I love to yes. watch that when I mean, and they don't play it a lot, but it holds up. It's so clever. It's well written. You like the characters. You you invest yourself in all the characters, and um, it's just a lot of fun. It's so cute. I love it. Patrick Dempsey, come on. That's who it is. I was like, that guy was in everything for a while. Oh my yeah. gosh, Mc, McDreamy. Come on. Yeah, yeah. He was um, he was like the Sean Austin of the 80s. Uh, or like Sean Austin was like in everything in the 90s after he did Rudy. Like he was just like in everything. Like Patrick Dempsey, was, he, he was that guy for a while. But yeah. The mood, which I, which I liked him better in. What oh, was, right. Woo -woo what was, huh? Wasn't that him, the woo-woo kid in, in the mood? In the mood. Oh, in the yeah. mood. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Mood. The 80s. Okay, all right. Okay, Matt, you're number four. My number four, um, this movie is because of one specific scene. Uh, I, I didn't really find it that funny at all, even though this is, is a rom-com. Uh, say anything. Oh, what? It's got the classic scene. You, you know the one. Yeah. What, what scene? There's no, no, because I have Say Anything up here. So there's mm -hmm. many great scenes in Say Anything. Um, well, the, uh, the, hold, the holding the, the boom box over his head. 
Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Peter Gabriel. Yeah, Peter Gabriel. Mm. Love that. Song. Yes. But um, yeah. yeah I, that's the only it's the only one where I was like is it is it calm enough because it is it comedy enough to be a rom-com because it felt like a drama well, sure yeah there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of great scenes mm. in that they are um so I guess we, we could talk about it now it's, it's on my list later on um mm -hmm. but they, they just they they just um they're reissuing the soundtrack on mm -hmm. vinyl and it has like bonus songs on the soundtrack. And I was like, I'm at the point where I have way too many records. So it's, I'm real picky on like what I'm going to spend $35 on. So I was like, the say anything soundtrack, I don't need it. And then I kept reading and it said bonus tracks. I was like, well, let me see what the bonus tracks are. Right. So like I clicked on it. The bonus tracks are Nancy Wilson singing uh, That'll Never Be Me, uh, Joe Lies. And uh, I was going to say, Joe lies. Better be on there. <laughs> yes, yes. The bonus tracks are "That'll Never Be Me." That'll never be me. Yes, that is on there. So I was like, click, click. I bought it. It it arrives in April. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. That was fun though. I liked that movie. I liked it a lot too. Good pick, Matt. Good pick, Matt. Vidalia, what you got? Great. Medalia, what's okay, your number so, four? All right. Um, so I was telling Jess, I had kind of an issue with making some of my choices because I feel like um, it could be one thing. It could be rom-com a little bit or it could be something else. You know what I mean? It was like a lot of ambiguity with some of these, with what genre these movies were. But um, my number four is um, Breakfast Club. Oh. Are you I'm gonna glad, kick me out? No, no, I'm glad somebody brought up the Breakfast Club because I, okay. um, it's it would be so easy to just do a list of John Hughes movies, uh, right? But right. go ahead, go ahead, talk about the Breakfast Club. What what who whose romance do you love the most in the Breakfast Club? Is it is it the John and the crazy girl? I'm sorry, we can't say crazy anymore, right? Is it, John, is it John and the complicated yeah, girl? Um, is it is it the jock and no? It's it's the jock and the I got them mixed up, huh? Yeah, who's it's Claire? It's Claire, Claire, the princess. Claire, the princess, mm -hmm. and then the bad boy. Uh, bad boy. Ender. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> There's something about that dynamic that just I love. <laughs> I love that. And it it was like it wasn't like comedy like haha, -ha, but it was like so much like like sarcasm or I don't know what it was. It's just this like but the, yeah, it's not the classic rom-com kind of movie. So that's why I thought, oh, I don't even know if it goes here. But I I just um a lot of these I wrote down just thinking back without like doing any kind of research any kind of like looking on any list and this was immediately one of my very first choices um because it just kind of left that feeling in my heart <laughs> i don't think you, i don't think you can say that it it's not a rom-com because it was an ensemble you know there was definitely two romantic mm -hmm. stories within that ensemble so it definitely qualifies mm -hmm. and it was so well written i love that movie yeah, and, and 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 the romances like kind of came yeah. out of nowhere, 
right? Like you were like, oh, this, I didn't see this coming, right? Right, very yeah. unexpected. <laughs> because what you expect is, is for the princess and the jock to be like, because they're the popular ones, they're in the same, you know, social circle, blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. So you would expect them to naturally kind of, yeah, you know, come together. And it didn't go that way. It was like kind of like a really big plot twist there. So um, yeah, I just... And another thing I love about that movie is that it just takes you on an emotional roller coaster. It like, sure does. Like you, you really you you get angry, you get you get happy, you're you're upset, uh, you're scared. You know, there's oh, there's some scenes that are just gut wrenching. Um, I think like the older I get, the more like I reflect on it, and um, I'm like, gosh, we're so lucky to have been given this movie at yes. uh, at the at the perfect age. You know. Um, yes. Yeah. Great movie, great just, choice. Like it just became like more relevant with me as I got older, right? right. Like you go, right. you watch it now, it's like, oh my god, you know what I mean? It's, like it guys, just becomes Matt, more relevant as. Yeah, you and Matt are a year younger than me, and I saw it when I was in seventh grade at the theater with my mother. Oh wow! So you guys were like it. in sixth grade, yeah. I guess. Yeah. 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 It's 1985, so I was 11. I didn't watch it until later, though. I was older when I saw it, so yeah. it was like totally like VHS kind of. And the, sa the, the soundtrack, the soundtrack is amazing. Um, have you ever heard Billy? So yes. Billy, Billy Idol passed on uh, singing the song. Uh, he, I don't know if it, he did it. Uh, don't you forget about me? Really? Yeah, Billy Idol passed on it. There's a, I think there's a version of it on his greatest hits. Um, but uh, it could have been him, but uh, he passed on it. Uh, Simple Minds got it, and the rest is history, right? What a silly mistake. Wow, he did all right. <laughs> well, he did. <laughs> <laughs> he did all right. Um, my, number, my number four, uh, 1983, Valley Girl. Valley Girl. Nicholas Cage gets Cage. beat up. Nicholas Cage gets beat up, kicked out of the party, and he goes back. That is the most punk rock thing ever. Um, Nicholas Cage, Deborah Foreman, Elizabeth Daly, Michael Bowen. Yeah, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> it's Nicholas Cage. But the, talk about a great soundtrack. This fucking soundtrack is still amazing. Uh, Hello. Yes. Yeah. Of course. The uh, the I'll melt with you, but uh, so much, so many other great songs on it that I can't think of right now, but. Uh, Julie Josie Cotton. Uh, does it Johnny, are you queer boy? Um, the Payola's Eyes of a Stranger. Uh, Psych Furs was on it too, I believe. That's Psychedelic Furs for those uh -huh. not in the know. Oh yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, and then um, Don't Put Another Dime in the Jukebox. Oh, that's a great one. Oh, oh here, here we go. Originally, Men at Works, Who Can It Be Now, was played during was played during the scene where Randy climbs into the, the upstairs bathroom. Yeah. Oh my God! There's another '80s niche, right? Wow. Randy climbs into the upstairs bathroom through the window and hides in the shower, hoping that Julie will eventually come into the bathroom. <laughs> in the special edition DVD, Shelley's boyfriend by Donny Hayes and the Wild Combo continues playing. From the previous scene, replacing men at work. Mm -mm -mm. You know, yeah, um, super inappropriate. From being so young in the early '80s, that there are certain classics that I know are classics that I never saw. 
Oh, well, that's a treat because you get to go back and watch these. Yeah, because I, I never saw that. I didn't see Pretty in Pink, which I know is a classic. Uh huh. A lot of those, you know, by the time I was like that. By the time I was interested in the movie like that, um, it was already years later. I'm yeah. pretty sure uh, Valley Girl is on Prime because I watched it like within the last month. So it's on one of the streaming services. Check it out. For free. Okay, moving on to, ooh, we're almost halfway through the list. Number three, Alicia, what is your number three? Valley Girl. Ah. Uh, yeah, I think we just... So we've already covered everything, yeah. I feel like. That, yeah, that's a great one. Well, excuse me. I had a breakfast sandwich. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to pass out during the. Film. So did we? <laughs> Just uh, now. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I'm the, the ghost of a breakfast sandwich. <laughs> it was really good. It was really good. Um, Matt, you're number three. My number three. I would be shocked if it was on anyone's list. Um, other than mine, but uh, back to school. Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, the guy was hilarious. Oh my god, I haven't thought about that since the eighties. <laughs> Robert uh, Downey Jr. is in there. Well, yeah, I was Robert Downey Jr. is the drummer in the band in in Back to Back to School. Yeah. Uh, Sam Kinison is the teacher. Is oh, yeah. one of the teachers. Right. Uh, Oingo Boingo. Does Oingo Boingo play at the party? Yeah, Dead Man's Party. Are they actually playing at the party during I the movie? I think they are, but I, I, can't, I can't remember. I can't remember. But no, no, Matt, that's that's a good one. That's a good one, dude. Yeah, I'm glad you put it on there because you're right. I wouldn't have thought to to put it on there. And it was. So what's the romance? The the teacher kind of has a romance. Yes. The teacher and Rodney Dangerfield have a romance. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the romance, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's a good one, Matt. Good pick. Good pick. When Rodney Dangerfield just gets something like yells, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield. God. You know, Rodney Dangerfield, um, he um he was he was a road comic and his wife like eventually said, like, I can't, I can't live this life with you. Like, I can't live with you on the road. So he opened Dangerfields. Um, was it a new? I don't know where it is in uh, exactly, but it ended up being a club where so many comics got their start. And it happened because he loved his wife so much, he gave up the road for her, and he just opened his own comedy club. And that was uh, like that's the the Rodney Dangerfields Young Comedian special is the special that like broke Andrew Dice Clay. Um, like if you like Google, like the first time that Andrew Dice Clay was like seen by the masses, it was at a performance at Dangerfields where he honed his, he honed that character of, uh, he said it was a cross between, uh, did he say James Dean and Vinnie Barbarino or something like that? <laughs> that that's, what, that's, that's who he wanted uh, the Dice Man to be. That was a good one. That was a good one, Matt. Uh, Vidalia, what's your number three? Uh, we covered this one already. It was Say Anything. Oh, say anything yeah. making its third appearance on the list. Second, mm -hmm. second appearance on the list. Number you know, um, when I was reading, like reading up about it, like on, on, cause I, after I wrote down my list, I went and verified kind of like, <laughs> you know, is this legit? Um, but it was considered like one of the top um, high school 
uh, movies, romantic movies. Like it's on, on like top, a lot of top 10 or whatever uh, romantic comedy lists for the 80s. It's on all of them. It was considered like one of the top comedy, um, romantic comedies of like all time. Right. At yeah, all time. It's yeah. a legit, it's a legit choice. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my number three is, uh, oh, I have it on here already. Uh, 1986, Pretty in Pink. Pretty in Pink. Nice. Uh, I timeless. Love- it's timeless. Timeless. Yeah. Uh, Molly, sure. Molly Ringwald is at her cutest. Um, Ducky, right? Yeah, Ducky. Ducky. Team Ducky all the way. Every, yeah. every girl wanted to make Ducky straight. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, every boy wanted to, to have the guts to dance as good, as cool as Ducky uh, did in, in, as that, to that Otis Redding song in the record shop. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the best friend who worked at the record shop, she was great. Uh, there's so many great characters in this movie, and I fucking love it. And the soundtrack holds the up. The soundtrack. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, with the psych first. Um, <laughs> Again, making an yeah. appearance in a John Hughes film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Molly Ringwald, Harry Dean Stanton, John Cryer, Annie Potts is the best friend. James, James Spader, James, hello. Everyone loved the hate, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's when James Steph was hot. Woo. Yeah, the only movie that James Spader didn't play the guy you wanted to hate was Tough Turf. He yeah. actually played like the 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 hero. Um, Tough Turf is another great movie. You got Matt Tough Turf. Have you seen that one? Have not. Yeah, a couple of great music scenes in that one too. Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember the girl had really long hair. Was that the one from Escape from Witch Mountain? That girl? I can't remember. The character was Frankie, and she had really long hair, and it was fucking mm-hmm. crimped. Remember? It was- yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. Andrew Dice Clay plays a bouncer in uh, Pretty in Pink. Uh-huh. Yes. And he's, he tells Ducky, he's like, if your girl is here, why does she why does she come here knowing you're not going to get in, right? <laughs> <laughs> Gina, Gina, Gina Gershon is in it. Girlfriend, gym class. Gina Gershon. Yeah, she was one of the girls that was mean to her. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Dweezil Zappa. He was in the club. He was the friend that they were sitting with. Wow. Mm-hmm. Alicia knows this movie very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his name, but it was a weird name. His character had a weird name. Simon. Oh, Simon. Yeah, of course. But he didn't say anything. That was the funny part. Is like they would just say things and he just kind of nod his head. They just react, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Christy Swanson was Duckette. She was the one at the end at the prom that wanted to dance very with Ducky. End. Yeah, uh-huh. the very tail end. Oh, I think I need end. to rewatch this. Yes, I need you to do. watch it for the first time. Yes. <laughs> yes, you do. Sounds pretty good, huh, Matt? Yeah, that sounds like a good movie. Now, I've heard the names of the characters over the years, and I'll mm-hmm. like nod along to people in conversation because I didn't want to tell them I hadn't seen it. No! <laughs> but um, yeah, I got to check this out. Get uh, on that. Matt, Matt's you got know, um, I was um, like tripping when I saw, what's her name? Annie Plotz, the one. Um, Alicia, what's the character's name? Um, Winona. Winona. Iona. 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 And then I saw her designing women, and it was like, how could that be the same person? It seems so different. You know, the 
one character to the next. So I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good movie. Yeah. I think I'm going to go see it today. today again. I'm going to watch it today again. Such <laughs> In honor movie. of Matt. I'm going to watch it again. <laughs> Alicia, we're at year number two. Um, okay. Um, Princess Bride. Oh. <gasps> oh, the Princess Bride. Man, have you not seen a Princess Bride? I've seen bits and pieces of it. But ah! Everyone says I would love it. That is, it's so geeky, nerdy, funny. It's like the underlying theme is romance, but everything that's on top of it, it's mm -hmm. truly very funny. It's a really Andre, great movie. Andre the Giant is. <laughs> well, I, yeah. My parents renting it, um, but and uh, my dad would rent movies over and over again. That was one of them, but I only ever like caught like parts of it. You know, like I'll get home from school and they're in the middle of the movie. You know, or something like that. Um, and it wasn't one that I remember from HBO. It, 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 I, I remember it from, from those video rentals. You know, so mm -hmm. was, it on, was it on HBO a lot? Where did your dad rent movies at? The Lamont General Store or Showtime? He, he went to the General Store. He left me there one time. He's like, hey, go hold on to a video for me. I'll be right back. And I held <laughs> on to it. And then he went home and went to sleep. <laughs> the general, I'm holding the poker chip. You know the poker chip? The poker chip! Oh man! You were there and at the gas station that my brother worked at. <laughs> okay, so Alicia looks lost. Okay, so at the Lamont General Store, they had movies. <laughs> the, only the movie was on display, and underneath it, if the movie was available for rent, there would be a poker chip attached with Velcro, and then you would take the poker chip to the counter. You would give them the poker chip, and then the lady with the fucking glasses that were down here. And <laughs> Because it had a code. It wasn't even the name of the movie because that wouldn't fit. So it had yeah. like a code. It would be, it would be like okay. C80. And she'd like, uh -huh. <laughs> it, was like, it was like a Dewey Decimal System of video. Okay, so am I to understand that renting videos in Lamont was so dangerous or precarious <laughs> that they had to, like, like they do the formula, they have to put it behind the lock and key type of thing? Well, it was behind the counter. Yeah, you couldn't put the videos <laughs> out on the floor. Hell no, we'd steal that shit. <laughs> it was just too many videos it was too many videos how could they keep i always felt so bad for them i was like god that's a lot of work <laughs> oh, oh no yeah that's a lot of work yeah go grab the chip the three amigos or whatever it was you know grab the chip and i'll be right in there to rent it so you know, shopping in the county care market i grabbed the chip you know i'm like waiting like an hour passed i'm like man where's my dad you know? <laughs> Finally, he shows up and he goes, hey, I, I went home and went back to sleep. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, shit. Parent of the year. Oh, wow. Awesome. All right, Matt. What's, <laughs> what's, your, what's, yes. your number, what's your number two, Matt? And we'll, uh, I'll, get you, I'll get you the name of a good counselor. Um, <laughs> my number two is... Uh, is not on anyone's list for sure. Airplane. It was almost on my list. I love I, that I, movie. I thought it was from 1979 the whole time. And I thought, you know what? Let me make sure. Uh, and I look and it was 1980 and I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, the the love story between uh, Elaine and uh, Ted Stryker, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, because it, it goes like all like they go to Af- they go all the way to Africa. Remember, like he's in the Peace Corps. They're in the Peace Corps together. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's like all taught how to play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> he's all they took the basketball really quick. <laughs> there's so many lines in that movie. So many great one-liners. There's and- so many great one-liners, and I don't think anybody could walk through an airport and not start giggling when they hear the. The white zone is for loading and unloading. <sighs> Somebody, the auto, I was, uh, I was looking at my. I think it was just yesterday in my Facebook memories. Um, one of my, my, uh, what are you doing now? It just said the automatic pilot. He's deflating. Gadalia, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not, not an airplane fan. Are you? Um, yeah, no. I remember watching it. As with so many of these movies, like at the time, and it was funny and I liked it. I just haven't rewatched. I, I didn't watch it more than once, first of all. Do yourself a and favor. So- <laughs> and then I haven't seen it since. So, like, I remember having a good feeling about it. I just don't remember the particulars, you know? Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. I speak. Sure. Hold on. I speak jive. <laughs> <laughs> was, that, was that her? That was in uh that that was the that was the who's no it was it, the old lady was from um it was leave it to beaver leave it to beaver it was yeah Jim yeah. Cleaver that's Barbara Billingsley right yeah yeah like, yes. this sucker don't want no help sucker don't get no help <laughs> <laughs> yes I watched I watched their plane many times that's a good one god dang Matt Matt's list is super cool. Um, Vidalia, what is your number two? My number two was The Princess Bride. All right. You already got over it. Yeah. I mean, I need to watch it. (laughs) Yeah, you do. Um, My number two, okay, I'm going to pull a mat right here. And I'm going to say this is not on anyone's list, but it is a definitely a romantic comedy. 1988, Bull Durham. Bull Durham? That was a great movie. Don't be so serious that on anyone's list. Yeah, I love that movie. Kevin Costner, Susan Sarandon, Tim Robbins, Mm -hmm. Robert Wool. Alicia, Jose and I do a bit on this every time. He's like, you lollygag, what do you call it? Lollygaggers. Lollygag onto the field. You lollygag off the field. (laughs) Lollygagger, sir. You know that movie by um by Stephen King or the novel also called The Langoliers. That's what he used to call it, the lollygaggers. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's dumb. Uh, he's like he's like he's like he lollygag at practice a lot. He's like we're sixteen and twenty four. How in the hell did we ever win sixteen? <laughs> It is such a good movie, and Susan Sarandon is so freaking hot in this movie. Were, were her and Tim Robbins already married at the time? I don't think they ever got married. They were just partnered. Yeah, oh. I don't think they were married ever. Ebby Calvin Nuke Lelouch. He's got a quadraponic blah punk. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I love this movie. Um, mm-hmm. I do too. 
It's a great movie. I love it. I, I watch it uh, when I watch it um, during the time that baseball isn't in season. Like I'll, I'll reach a point where I'm missing baseball, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, Moneyball, Bull Durham. Uh, for love for, of the game. Let me guess. For love of the game. Nah, I'm not big on for love of the game. Jose watches that all the time. Every time it's on, I'll walk in the room and then he's walked out and I'm left here sitting watching this movie. Like, never fails. Yeah, Vince Scully mm-hmm. is the is the true hero of For Love of the Game. Yes, um, his, I agree. Yeah, his his commentating during that, man, uh, the whole, his uh, a chapel stood like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Vince Scully. Really I just remember... Um, uh, uh, Arvin High Baseball, uh, Coach Satterfield, you know, no lollygagging out there. You guys are lollygaggers. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I miss uh, I miss sitting in the fields and watching Arvin High Baseball games. Remember, you could sit, you could park out in the grapevines. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could park out in the grapevines and there, there'd be a bunch of, uh, it, it was kind of like a scene from Days and Confused, uh, just a bunch of people that had graduated Drinking fucking uh, Keystone Lights uh, in the grapevines, uh, watching watching baseball games. I remember, I remember watching lots of baseball games out there. Wow. And oh, and the rookie, he likes to play the rookie a lot too. Yeah, that's another good one. Yeah, good we should movie. do baseball movies one of these days. But no league of their own. League of their own is great. Um, if they would play it, I'm sure he would be into it. They don't play it as much. No. Yeah. Um, I watch MLB Network like all the time. It's like the only channel I'm, I'm turned to. Uh-huh. That movie shows at least once a month, along with Burl Durham and all, all the classics. Oh, maybe we that's what we need to do. Um, it's the best one of baseball. It's the best one. Sorry. Which one? What? Major League? I leave there. Oh, Major League. Oh, my God. Major League. Oh, Okay. Alicia, we are okay. We're in the number one round here. Number one. Okay, Alicia, you're number one. Okay. Um, if we didn't put a John Hughes movie on my list, I would be remiss and also an a hole. So I think all of you know that above Pretty in Pink and Breakfast Club and 16 Candles, I love some kind of wonderful. That's my jam. That's my all-time favorite John Hughes movie. Need to watch. So treat stuff. yourself. You know, oh, yes. I, I, I had Solid never choice. seen. I had never watched some kind of wonderful until you harassed me one day, bullied me, belittled um, <laughs> me. To be me. clear, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, and I and I went home and watched it that day because I wanted to be cool, and it is so good. It's, it's so way good. better than it needed to be. Yes. Yeah. Really, really good. Wrong side of the tracks guy, rich, popular girl. Well, she isn't exactly rich, but she's in with the rich kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like that Romeo and Juliet type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Some kind of wonderful. Great mm-hmm. movie. Another. I love and Eric Stoltz was so cute. He was dreamy. Eric Stoltz had a really good run for a redhead. He had more success. Yeah. Than any redhead deserved to have in the eighties. Was he in mask? <laughs> was that mask? Yeah, he was in mask. Yeah, he was in yeah. mask. Yeah, he was in mask with a share, and Sophia. Sophia. Patrillo. Sophia Patrillo. Oh, was she? Oh, yeah. Wow. She was Sharon's mom. 
Eric's, oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Eric, yeah. Stol- Eric Stolza is the uh, is throwing the party in Say Anything. That's right. Yeah, he was in that too. You know what? After these movies, he I think in like the early '90s too, he was kind of sought after a little bit for a hot minute, and he did some darker things too, like some drama and yeah. He, mm-hmm. he did a, a good little run there. Yeah. Eric Stoltz. Good guy. Good guy. Mary Stewart Masterson and Leah Thompson. Mary Stewart Masterson. Gorgeous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cute as a button. Yeah. And that name. Uh, <laughs> Matt, what is your number one? You know, when you said this movie is not on anyone else's list, uh, Bull Durham's my number one. What? <laughs> It's, wow. it's the one I nice. recently. It's the freshest in my mind. It was on just a, a few weeks ago. And um, I just sat down for some of it and I just thought, wow, this, this is better than I remember. Yes. And the thing yes. is, I've watched it so many times. <laughs> but but I, I normally I watch like whatever's like, if it's on, I'll watch like the last few minutes of it or, you know, I'll just catch it where it is. Uh-huh. This time I caught it from the beginning, you know, and, and it's been a while since I caught it from the beginning. And it's such a good story, too. Yeah, it's so great. Many you know between you know love and baseball you know going throughout the whole thing it is it's a great movie i i love it um directed by ron shelton what else did he direct he directed uh uh oh my gosh my thing's moving super slow oh here it goes it's moving okay ron shelton also directed um bad boys 2 he directed Tin Cup, The Great White Hype. Oh, that was a good movie, Tin Cup. Oh, he wrote Tin Cup. Screenplay for Great White Hype. The screenplay for Cobb. Wrote Blue Chips. Oh, he wrote White Man Can't Jump. Mm, that's yeah. a good one. The I Best of Times. Movie. He wrote The Best of Times. and uh, Nice. He directed... He di- Okay, so directing Play It to the Bone, Tin Cup, Cobb, White Man Can't Jump, Blaze, and Bull Durham. Man, that's a good run. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh. Definitely. Ron Sheldon. Ron Sheldon. Okay, number one, number one. Okay, Vidalia, what is your number one? So cliche, like so lame, uh, pretty in pink. My number one. No, it's fabulous. It's good we've talked about it like in every like, every podcast we've ever done we've talked about pretty and pink <laughs> pretty much yeah you know what um let's talk about a really quick uh movies that uh you know because we, we touched we, we talked about like how great john hughes was of course he was great but um a john hughes movie that did not age well uh i don't think it's on anyone's list uh 16 candles 16 candles man there is so Sad. much naughtiness oh, yeah. in 16 candles it's very naughty <laughs> very naughty uh the, the charging a dollar to see the girls underwear which was like that was, that, that's a lot for 1980s like a dollar come on maybe 50 cents um uh, <laughs> well i i hadn't seen it in a long time uh, uh-huh. And I just remember I liked it, and um, and I I, uh, I saw it on some streaming. Some it was streaming somewhere maybe a month ago, and I, I told my daughter I'm like, hey, have you seen Sixteen Candles? And she just, 
and she just goes, I've seen it in that, in that. I don't think anyone should ever watch that movie. And she goes <laughs> all these cringy things about it. And she's like, we're not watching that. <laughs> <laughs> then, okay, yeah, we're not watching it. <laughs> Did he... Uh... He he the, the the drunk girlfriend he gives away his drunk girlfriend like oh my god well, because in the eighties there wasn't stuff that was like obviously raunchy you know you have your porkies or whatever you know what I mean that was like obviously raunchy but then there was movies like this sixteen candles that it was like some of these things were hidden yeah yeah oh underneath uh-huh. this you know pretty exterior and when you start paying attention like there's a lot of really not cool things yeah you know going on in some of those movies you know like you had mentioned um revenge of the nerds that was horrible like (laughs) oh my god or like um do you guys remember bachelor party yes yeah oh my god yes that was garbage (laughs) (laughs) so bad Um, Jess Jess and I were talking about um, a movie that came on a lot of lists and um, I said you know I I did enjoy it it was funny but the overall tone of it was terrible do you know overboard you guys she straight out got abducted (laughs) overboard Overboard. Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell yes how terrible. And he kept her prisoner and was lying to her about her amnesia. And it was just like, what is happening? Why is this okay? He's telling the kids to lie. Like I was blown away by the whole feel of it. And I, but even though it's funny. Yeah. Even though it's funny, you're like, how could this movie get made? And they did a remake of it recently and flipped the switch and changed the girl to the guy and the guy to the girl. Is that better? <laughs> <laughs> wow! Let me tell you, um, when I first started making the list, I thought overboard. Then I started thinking of <laughs> maybe not. It didn't age well. <laughs> a lot of stuff yeah. in the eighties. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Do you guys want to mention any of your honorable mentions or also rans? Um, we could start with uh, Alicia. Did you have something that just what you were like on the fence about? Or you're like. If we, if we could do six or seven, this would have made the list. Um, I, I did want to put Pretty in Pink on mine too. So that would be in my honorable mentions. But I just felt like I can't be like a John Hughes whore over here and put all the John oh, Hughes. I <laughs> but I was like, I need to give Princess Bride some credit. <laughs> yeah, I need to give Harry Met Sally some credit. So I felt like there were things that I needed to put on my list but I also did like Splash. I also really liked Splash. And um, so maybe those two, yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. Matt, did you have any also rans? Um, I have a couple. Um, uh, Can't Buy Me Love was an also ran for me. <gasps> yes. and, and In the Mood, uh, both with uh, Dempsey and then uh, The Naked Gun was on. Was on uh, <laughs> oh, nice beaver. <laughs> I just <laughs> got it stuffed. <laughs> Enrique Palazzo. <laughs> it's Enrique Palazzo. <laughs> oh, Medallia, not a Naked Gun fan? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So funny. No, I saw it because I felt like I had to, but I saw it one time just to say that I saw it. Uh-huh. And I'm out. Thank you. 
Nice They're people. fine. Norbert, I I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too, Norbert. Drugs. Oh my gosh, it's so good. And OJ Simpson OJ in a wheelchair. Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson. <laughs> But uh, the, I don't, I can't, I cannot hear the national anthem at a baseball game and not think of Enrique Palazzo. Um, yeah. Just say Enrique Palazzo to your husband, Alicia, and he'll laugh. I will. So do it, do it like right before the Super Bowl yeah. today. Just be like, I heard Enrique Palazzo is doing the national anthem. I know. Anthem. He'll be home just in time. We're excited. Oh, the bombs. My number five instead of coming to America, but there's so much in coming to America too. You know, it's so dense with jokes as well that I had to choose mm-hmm. one or the other. Uh, Vidalia, did you have any uh, also Rand's almost made it? I did because I, I had originally made like a top 10, not a top five. So um, I have a Moonstruck with um, Cher and Nick Cage and then um, Big. That's another oh. one that I had on my list. Big with Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah. I love Tom Hanks. Like, I don't know. I just who do. doesn't Who doesn't love Tom <laughs> Hanks? <laughs> He's America's sweetheart. He is. Everybody loves Tom Hanks. He is. He's a. Uh, I'm trying to think of like uh, somebody. Uh, yeah, he's he's our guy, Tom Hanks. You've already mentioned three of his movies today. Yeah. Yes. Ah. yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my my so my number one uh, is uh, Cameron Crowe's uh, 1989. Say anything. Which was already. Yeah, it was mentioned twice already. It was my number three. My number four. And if I'm being honest, I did consider it too. I so I that would probably be on one of my also's. Yeah, yeah, nineteen eighty three, directed by Cameron Crowe. Um, You know, so so one thing that I want to point out about Cameron Crowe is like, he'll he'll shoot the same scene in in different movies, like different variations of the scene, right? So the scene in Jerry Maguire where Tom Cruise is driving, singing Free Falling, right? Mm -hmm. So he first did that in Say Anything where uh, the dad is driving and he's singing Ricky Don't Lose That Number. Remember that? So Mm -hmm. that's that's in this scene. That's in this movie. Is that um, the dad from Frasier? Correct me if I'm wrong. Tom Mahoney. Yeah. Yeah, John Cusack, Ioni Sky, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Ioni Sky, John Mahoney, Lily Taylor, love her. Uh, Amy Brooks, uh, not a, a lot of other big names. Uh, Jeremy Pivens. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mr. Selfridge, I love him. Uh, Jeremy Pivens, Patrick O'Neill. Um, I don't know who he plays. Um uh, Eric Stoltz. Yeah, now I think these are all party guests. China Phillips is Mimi the friend. Hmm. Oh. Wow. Okay. I love looking like deep in the credits and you're like, what the fuck? (laughs) Yes. Great movie. Great soundtrack. Um, I don't know. It kind of, the whole, like, she breaks up with him, but he doesn't want to take the breakup. You know, that's kind of like an 80s thing of uh, yeah. the guy just not knowing when to stop. Hashtag me too. Hashtag me too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I gave her my heart. She gave me a pin. Um, 
the rain is a baptism there, but there's so many great lines. how about the, the guy that they're giving a ride home to from the party and they can't find his house <laughs> i can see him in my head yeah he's like there that's my house i live there and um yeah it's a great movie i freaking love it and i like i said i just ordered the they they're reassuring the soundtrack um so okay so now we're gonna do the thing that is always really hard we're going to uh fight over um what uh makes the cut and doesn't make the cut but so to make it a little bit easier let's see um so say anything was on three lists mm-hmm. yeah Okay, so Say Anything was on three lists. Bull Durham was on two lists. Um, what else got multiple mentions? Was Princess Bride? Princess Bride yeah. was on two. Princess mm-hmm. Bride was on two lists. Mm-hmm. Valley Girl. Valley Girl? And Can't Buy Me Love, I believe, was on a couple. I think Pretty in Pink was on. Was Pretty in Pink was on two lists. Well, that was definitely on mine, but I know Alicia mentioned it, but she went with. Um, it was on mine. Okay. It was oh, my okay. number three. Okay. Right. Did you say Can't Buy Me Love was on two lists? I think on me and Matt's. Or no, me and yours? Honorable mentions. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Matt's honorable mention. Okay, look. If we're just if we're just going with the movies that were mentioned more than once, we've got Say Anything, Bull Durham, Princess Bride, Valley Girl, Pretty in Pink. Okay, if we just go with those, but we're leaving off Splash, Breakfast Club, Coming to America, Back to School, Airplane. Just one of the guys. I mean, I'm fine with that. Um. Okay, so if we say that these are the top five, what do you not, what do you want to fight for from your list? Um, I, I don't care. I, I'm fine with these five being a representation. Um, but if there's something that you're looking at your list and you're like, oh, I really want to fight for this movie to be on the, my list, um, Alicia, we'll start with you. Uh, your list was When Harry Met Sally, can't Buy Me Love, Valley Girl, Princess Bride, Some Kind of Wonderful. When Harry Met Sally was one of my also-rans, um, absolutely love it. It defines the, it really does define the 80s kind of rom-com. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I didn't mention it because it was just like too easy of a pick. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, it deserves to be there. It was lower down on my list as well. Yeah. Um, Alicia, do you think it deserves to be in the top five or, or do you have... Alicia, anything in your top five that you're like, oh, fuck that. That's going on the list. I'll fight. Okay. So you said Valley Girl is on the list. Valley Girl is on the list. Princess Bride is on the list. Princess Bride is on the list. Okay. So the only two, okay, because I'm actually okay with leaving off Harry Met Sally just because I don't feel like it was personally in my wheelhouse. It was Uh fine. I enjoy it. It's great. Um, I just wanted to give it some acknowledgement yeah. by putting it on my list okay um but 
I can definitely leave it off because I felt a little more strongly for Can't Buy Me Love and Some Kind of Wonderful. Uh-huh. However, in a dramatic turn of events, I would be okay with leaving off Some Kind of Wonderful in favor of Pretty in Pink because I feel like they both deserve to be on there, but at least Pretty in Pink is on there. Pretty in Pink so, is on there. But I do want to recommend that you see it if you haven't seen it. So okay. there's that. But um, so I guess, I don't know, maybe Can't Buy Me Love was so good. It was just one of those movies that is, it ended up being better than it needed to be. And it has a cult following, I feel like. Okay. We're gonna... And Patrick Dempsey. Did I mention Patrick Dempsey? We talked about Patrick Dempsey, yes. <laughs> okay. Only twice though, that we show twice. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, we're gonna move on from your list, Alicia. We... How dare you? Okay. <laughs> Matt, from your list, you have Coming to America, Say Anything, Back to School, Airplane, Bull Durham, Say Anything, and Bull Durham are in the top five right in now. Five. Mm-hmm. Um, are you okay with those being your own representations? Are you willing to fight us to include coming to America, back to school, or airplane? No, I, I just wanted to remind you guys that those movies existed. So <laughs> I, I'm okay with those two being my only ones on the list. Okay, so right now on the list, we still have Say Anything, Bull Durham, Princess Bride, Valley Girl, Pretty in Pink, Can't Buy Me Love is it has an asterisk. We'll see if it's going to make its way onto the list in a couple minutes here. Vidalia, your top five is Splash, Breakfast Club, Say Anything, Princess Bride, Pretty in Pink. You've got three in the top five. Um, I think you're fine. But no, let's. But, <laughs> but I want Splash. <laughs> okay, you're fine. I'm good. She's good. Alicia, yeah, okay, we're we're good. All right, Vidalia, in a dramatic change of events, <laughs> is not holding us up for 15 minutes. That's great. I feel like that is an over dramatization of what actually happens. All she heard was over dramatization. Anyway, <laughs> okay, my top five is uh, just one of the guys. Valley Girl, Pretty in Pink, Bull Durham, Say Anything. I've got four. Four. So calm down. Wow. So So you need to calm down, sir. Thank you. You guys voted for this stuff. Okay. (laughs) So then let's do this. If we want Can't Buy Me Love to be in the top five, what is it going to knock out? Is it knocking out Say Anything, Bull Durham? Princess Bride, Valley Girl, Pretty in Pink? Valley Girl would be out for Ooh, me. For you. I, I don't think it knocks down. I don't think it knocks down any of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it should be an honorable mention at the top of that list. Yeah. Okay, then okay, then these are our six movies. Okay. Say anything, Bull Durham, Princess Bride, Valley Girl, Pretty in Pink. Can't buy me love. Honorable mention. What's the order? I think say anything should be first because it was on so many of the lists. I think so. 
I, yes. So I, I feel like saying anything should be first. Alicia? Yeah, um, I, I considered it as number two on mine. Then I dropped it to four when I realized airplane and back to school. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, say anything is much higher. It's probably much higher on my personal list anyway. Okay, Jesse, you said, was there any one movie that all four of us had? Oh, that all four of us had. That's a good yeah. one. Uh, so that would be the factor for me. I don't think so because the, the number one vote getter was say anything with three votes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then okay. had two, Princess Bride had two, Valley Girl had two, one? Two. She's, Valley Girl's on mine. Okay. Oh, I'm looking at your list. No. <laughs> oh, here's your list. Your list was covered up over here. Sorry. Um, yeah, Valley Girl had two. Pretty in Pink had two. Pretty in Pink had only two? Pretty in Pink was on my list. It was, was on my number one. Mm -hmm. It was on Vidalia's. Yeah, it was okay. just on mine and Vidalia's. Okay. Um, okay. I feel like in a classic sense, Princess Bride should be number one and then Say Anything should be number two but I'm okay with switching them for this podcast. But in a general sense, I feel like a more classic, widely revered rom-com would be Princess Bride. I won't, I, I am, okay. I, you make a lot of sense. And I think the part of me that wants to argue with you and say, say anything is just the Cameron Crowe fan in me. Right. That mm -hmm. wants to put, uh, him at the top, right? Because I, mean, I have done that myself. Yeah, the last one. Yeah. So okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna step away from that argument because I'm arguing with my heart and not with the data. So I'll let Matt and Vidalia because that'll be three. We we know that vote. No, I said I said I'm totally okay, and I get yeah. why for for this podcast and the people that are putting the lists together that it makes sense to put it number one because that's what we usually do is it's a it's a vote in thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I, I feel like Princess Bride definitely then would, should be number two. Or number one. No, I'm saying if you put, say anything at number one, then Princess Bride deserves that number two spot. Okay. So yeah. are you guys okay? Well, okay. So then let me just do this and then we'll go from there. Say anything. Princess Bride. Oh. How many votes did Bull Durham have? Two? Two. Two, okay. Yeah. I think everything else had two from here on out. Yeah. Okay. What about, what about Say Anything, Princess Bride, Pretty in Pink, Valley Girl, Bull Durham? I'm good with that. I, I like Durham that order. A little bit higher because I think Bull Durham was on more lists than Valley Girl. No, no, Valley no. Girl, Pretty Girl, okay. Pretty Pretty in Pink, Valley Girl, Bull Durham each had two votes. Oh, okay, okay, that's cool. So say it again. Can you say the order again? Say anything, Princess Bride, Pretty in Pink, Valley Girl, Bull Durham. That's a pretty oh, good list. I, I like Pretty in Pink at number three. I do. Yeah, and uh, yeah. honorable mention, Can't Buy Me Love. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. I need okay. to see that again. Uh, Matt, if you, watch, if you watch Pretty in Pink, Matt, I'll watch Three Amigos. You've never seen Whoa. Three Amigos? <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, go watch watch Three Amigos and then watch Airplane. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'll you watch Princess Bride too. Okay. Oh, uh, you know what, Jesse? From what I know about Matt, I feel like Princess Bride is in his wheelhouse. I think yeah. he's going to yeah, love I'm, it. I'm yeah. shocked. I'm I really, I really think you're gonna like it. Yeah. Well, it's another one where people assume I've seen it and they start quoting it and, and I'll laugh along like, like I've seen it, you know, and then they think myself, okay, I need to go see this movie, you know, and, and it just never happens, so. Yeah, it, it is, it is very much quoted. I feel like it's, it's Matt's jam. I feel like he's going to like it more than he thought he would. Yeah, well, someone, someone got, um, someone got us a Princess Bride board game. You know, thinking that was in my, you know at Christmas time. So, so uh, maybe you I, should check it out. You should watch the movie. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. I've been watching too much Star Trek. Oh man. Well, All see, right. that's what I mean. The way that you geek out about certain things, I feel like you're gonna geek out about this movie. I, I, I'm gonna watch it. It made this list even without me seeing it. So it must be great. Yeah, yeah, it's a great movie. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. Um, Vidalia, do you mind um, showing everybody your shirt? I thought it was amazing. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Um, let me take my jacket. <laughs> sure. So I saw this and I got one of these for myself and then I got one for my daughter. So it says... Oh, very cool. Eleanor Rosa, Ruth Michelle, and my daughter. That's and so sweet. <laughs> and then her says, and my mom. Oh. Yeah. We're gonna take um. We're gonna take pictures and I'll post later. <laughs> if she works today.